Even though we live abroad, as women of Indian origin, we have a common thread that binds us together because of our strong cultural background. NRI Women is a platform for women to share their stories and experiences on various topics. Our podcast is about inspiring NRI women and their amazing stories. Some of the stories we've covered include growing up in a joint family in India, adopting a child as a single woman, and rebuilding one's life after the loss of a child. Take a listen. We hope you'll be inspired or learn something new. I'm Bettina. And I'm Nanora. And we're the voices behind NRI Woman Podcast. We're all heart. Just look for NRI Woman wherever you get your podcasts or find us at nriwoman.com. New episodes come out every Monday. Make sure you subscribe. Hello. Hi. Is it time? I think it's time. Wow. Wow. We're back. Hey. And we're the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Get spooky with it. Wow. That's something new that we're trying. The band is coming together. Let me say, guys. It feels right. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Was it good? It was so good. And I cried. Of course. I cried for multiple reasons. At the end, I cried, of course, because, like, that Live Aid performance, like, epic, epic. Yeah. And, I mean, the movie was so great. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh. But I had a feeling. It was like we were, like, a band. We are a band. <laughs> you know? And of I a was, different and variety. I inspired. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, these are me and my friends. And we're getting the band together, and we're going on the road. It made me cry. That's what Surprise! We're doing. Emotions. <laughs> Just kidding. I wish we were going on the road. Yeah, dude, we should buy, like, a van and maybe, you know... A ghoul van? Pack it down yeah. with our pool, with our investigation tools. Listen, yeah. it's gonna be a white van, but we're gonna cover it with glow-in-the-dark paint. Oh, shit. And it will glow in the dark. Wow. Wow. It's almost like a Scooby-Doo Damn. van. Kind of. Shit. Kind of. We're the ghost hunters. I love Scooby-Doo. Me too, dude. I loved the Scoobs. I'm indifferent. What? Mm. I'm sorry. I'm what about sorry. the live-action Scooby? Uh, not, I haven't seen that. Not great. I just I just don't know how I felt about Freddie Freddie Prince, Prince Jr. Jr. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I um, remember. And Sarah Michelle. Yeah. I was like... I, was Matthew Lillard shaggy? Or did I make that up? I don't know his name. I don't know the actor's uh. name. Anyway, so, I'm, I'm lost there. Not that good. Not that great. No, but I, I, I did like the Scooby-Doo, and I can't believe that you didn't like. So, I was just indifferent. I liked the fashions. I liked the idea. They wore the same outfit every up. Yeah. Wow. I was talking to Steve about that the other day, because he's been watching King of the Hill again, and I'm like, why do characters always wear the same outfit on every show? It's easier, I guess. And he said it's easier fashion. for the animators, but I'm like... It's like, dude, hire a, a costume designer, you know? Seriously. Was it Doug and Hey Arnold where they show their closets? And it's, and just, it's the just the same, same outfit, outfit over and over again. <laughs> it was definitely in Doug. I remember that. I don't even, I don't even remember any of their closets. But, <laughs> and I frequently watch Hey Arnold. I thought Hey Arnold's room was like the coolest oh my God, bedroom. Dude, His life. The coolest bedroom. Yeah. The coolest. One day, ghouls. One day. That'll be us. Wow. I have a correction from last week. Uh-oh. I called it the Psychology Museum. It's the Psychiatry Museum that's mm. run by the Church school. of Scientology. It went to school longer than yeah. we thought. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I just want to let you guys know if you were thinking about going there <laughs> um, and you don't want to get 
sucked into the Church of Scientology, then don't go to the psychiatry museum and not... I don't know if the there's psychology a psychology museum. museum. Is is good to go. Don't know if that's a thing. Don't <laughs> that's know if that's a, actually that's like a thing. an easy mix up. It is. You know, I was just I was getting ahead of myself. Yeah. But mm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know we've been busy. We're just we we're really busy. Have. We're planning our next haunted overnight, which the patrons I... are going to find out about very soon. Mm-hmm. You guys. By the time <sighs> this episode airs, I think they will already know. You guys are going to want to be patrons because I'm telling you what, the content <laughs> that they're about to receive is unlike any other. It's a wow. pretty insane video. It's, Short but sweet clip. Yeah. I mean, like, even that, I was like, mm-hmm, Bohemian Rhapsody, there we go again. Yeah. Creating genius material yeah. together. But everyone else will find out next week where we're going ha, next. Sally, so you better be a patron. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll just wait till next week. I don't know. It's really whatever. But this week, it's time for more listener stories, a.k.a. Ghoul Talk. My favorite. Let's get our ghoul on. Let's get our ghoul on. I can... You guys want me to kick it off? I really do. All right. I'll kick it off. I'll kick it off. I'm ready. Kick it. All right. Here we go. So this comes from Christina. Hey, girl. Whose name is tattooed on Emily, apparently. Wait. Are we getting tattoos? Yes. I don't know. Not in San Antonio. Oh, not in like Johnny. He wants to tat us up, but we have to email Amanda, his assistant. We don't. We don't know if there's where is room, but where are we gonna go in Austin? We're gonna figure this out. All right, John back to Christina. He's coming back to Austin. Oh, okay. Next, Next week. week. Yeah. Mm, uh-huh. All right. So Christina, she is tattooed on, on whose name is tattooed on Emily. And who has sent us this this tale. (laughs) She says, Hi, ghoulies. My name is Christina, and I am from Rockland County, New York. So shout out to Steve for being a fellow upstate New Yorker, even though I don't consider Rockland upstate, but that's an argument for another day because it is story time. I'm going to apologize now in case my story is a little lengthy. Here we go. Never (laughs) apologize. Never apologize. I used to work at the United States Military Academy at West Point as a civilian. While at my job, I befriended many cadets because we were fairly close in age. One evening when I was getting off work, I overheard some of my cadet friends talking about the abandoned mental hospital called Letchworth Village that they had heard about when watching Ghost Adventures, which was maybe 10 minutes from where I lived. Oh, hell yeah. Emily loves Ghost Adventures. Get it, Zach. So naturally, <laughs> so naturally, I sat down and started talking, talking to them about it, and we made arrangements to go. Letchworth Village actually used to be a farming community in which the county was built around. It was spread out over hundreds of acres and since its closing in the 90s has been sold off to the local government to have buildings converted into government buildings and a school. Anyway, the first time we went was during the day, and we just walked around part of the main campus wandering into some buildings but not finding much other than belongings of children and old documents. What kind That's of still spooky to me. <laughs> was the teddy bears girl you need to detail? <laughs> there was also the task of avoiding the police because technically we were trespassing. True. Mm-hmm. If you are if you want a ghost hunt, you're probably wildcat. trespassing. I'm just saying. Yeah. The wildcat knows what that's like. <laughs> Fast <laughs> forward. On the, the wrong side of the law. Oh my lord. 
Fast forward a couple of weeks and I found myself with my cadet friends and talking about Lutchworth again and how we all felt like something was drawing us back, but this time we wanted to go into the hospital, one of the buildings that they say has some of the most activity. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where I would go to. Yeah, I love this. So naturally we decided to go back, but this time we wanted to go at night. And so we did on Friday the 13th. Oh, girl, you Christina. Dude, she cray. Good thing I I tatted her. (laughs) (laughs) This time going through it was only myself, two of my army friends, and and a girl I used to be friends with. We parked my car on the side of the road and headed off into the darkness, ducking behind trees and buildings to avoid the headlights of the patrolling cop cars. We finally made it to the hospital where we had to pry open one of the doors to get in. That's commitment. Wow. She she is committed. Like, she's like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once inside, we turn the flashlights on immediately, and I turn on the voice recorder on my phone and put it in my back pocket. We stayed on the first floor because that was where the Morgan Laboratory were, where it was said the activity occurred. Yeah, girl. She was even secretly recording the ghost yeah. mm-hmm. in her back... Extina has got big ghoul energy. She does. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Big cool energy. <laughs> well, we walked all the way back, all the way to the back of the hospital and found the morgue. It was very small, maybe spots for six bodies. Right next to the morgue, there was another small room. We walked in and started looking around, and we all felt a decrease in the temperature, and we started to get an unsettling feeling. We then decided that we were going to leave the room and start looking around more. We followed a hallway until we got to the back corner of the building. I'll never forget being in this room. One, because there was a drawing of dick butt. She says, Google it. What? (laughs) I need to Google that right now. now. To the left of me, and a pentagram straight ahead on the back wall, and a lone chair sitting in the middle. The second reason is because this is where it happened. My friend, (gasps) we'll call him... Dick butt, y'all, what... When was this? He is fresh and spicy. I oh, that is the spiciest there's dick little, butt. little character Look, I've ever there's seen. There's a little gift. Uh, what is in that dick butt? That's a dick with a dick on its butt. It just the keeps going. There's too much. It's, it's so meta, dude. Tight. Okay. Who was in there, girl? We don't know. So her friend, she says, we'll call him Joe, said, hey, I think we should turn off our flashlights. I was the only one that didn't want to and begged to leave it on, but I caved and turned it off and gripped so tight to Joe's arm. The four of us were huddled together and looking straight ahead into the pitch black of the hallway we had just come from. There we saw something dark and not just in form. Everything in the room became heavy and it was almost like an oppressive feeling. We could feel it coming closer. I caved and turned my light back on, and Joe said we need to get the fuck out of here now. His brother, we'll call him Brian, led the way out with the baseball bat that we had brought in with us in his hand and ready to hit someone if need be. All right. I mean, I I get that, you know. You're not going to get a ghost, dude. But, like, if there's a potential predator human, Mm -hmm. you'll get him. We quickly found the exit and got the hell out where we found this covered picnic area about 50 meters from the hospital. Both of the guys just turned around and faced the building watching and slowly backing away, moving myself and the girl we were with, Tammy, with them. (laughs) Brian then just stood there transfixed while smoking and kept saying we need to leave. It's following us. We need to leave now. Were you guys high? (laughs) 
We all felt it and booked it out of there. Once back in my car, we played the audio back from when we were inside and we actually caught something. When we were in the room next to the morgue, we caught audio of someone breathing heavily into my phone. It was terrifying. That was the last time I ever stepped foot on the property of Letchworth Village. Joe said that his brother Brian is still shook up from that night and is still having nightmares. Yo, he shook. That's my story, ladies. I'm sorry it's so long and probably terribly written. I do have a story or two from when I worked at West Point. I now live in Virginia Beach because that place is old as fuck and is also haunted, but that will be for another time. Stay spooky, ladies. Sincerely, your patron, Christina. Yo, Christina! She hey, sent hey. me the recordings, <gasps> and I listened, and there were definitely some spooky noises on there, but it was one of those things where, like, I didn't know what was out of place because I wasn't actually yeah. there. It's right, tough right. to decipher. So, yeah, it's like, if I heard recordings that I took, I'd be like, that did not happen when I was there, but I wasn't there, and I wish I was, because it sounded like they had a heck of a time. I think and I'm never going cool. there. I the, think it's very the black awesome that you en- energy entity yeah. feeling... Don't like it. That's, Don't support. Right. That seems negative. So Definitely. I'm not yeah. trying to mess with that. Wicked dark. Wicked negative. Wicked but negative. Christina, Stay you are dope, girl. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. She's dope. Yeah. We have another story. Get it. From Laurel. She's <gasps> the bus. Laurel. Mm-hmm. What's going on, my ghoul? So she lives in New York City, but she's from Texas, and she visited... San Antonio. Oh, San Antonio. About this time last year, mm. because her boyfriend was in the Red Bull Last Stand fixed gear bike race. What? So, this is where her haunted story begins. <gasps> this is a bike race? What? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bike race in San Antonio? Oh, yes. No. Okay. So, here's my Hotel Havana story. We checked into the Hotel Havana in the beginning of October 2017, like the first week. We were there for the Red Bull Last Stand fixed gear race around the Alamo. It's a super old hotel, old hotel, with totally haunted vibes. And right when you walk in, you can feel it, from the dimmed lighting to the old red stairwell carpeting, and the creaky, creepy, slow elevator you take to each of the floors. Ugh. We do not like spooky elevators. Emily does, though. No, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> We were staying in the penthouse, a huge two-story oh, room. She lived in large. She lived in large. Havana, Hunana. <laughs> a huge two-story room on the top floor of the hotel, and we were so excited to settle in and make it our home for the weekend. As I normally do when we get to a hotel, I start immediately unpacking our stuff as well as Pixie stuff. So Pixie is their adorable dog. Oh my god. Maybe we'll include a photo. I saw a pic. Kylie showed me a pic. I think that dog is an American Eskimo. It's hard to say. What? Laurel confirm or deny this. Uh, is this a yeah. big dog? No, smallish. Small, smallish, medium. Medium. Is it like a pommy? No. no. You said Eskimo, so I'm thinking like. <laughs> They're definitely fluffy dogs. Okay. Oh. The cutest. Really cute. Honestly, the cutest. Little pixie dust. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Little pixie princess. So I started immediately unpacking her stuff as well as Pixie stuff, and Dan said he wanted to take his bike out to ride the race course and get a feel for the next day's race. I say bye and notice Pixie is on extra alert, to which I write off as to being in a new place with new smells. Once I am unpacking, I decide to relax in the tub since I have the place to myself. Yay. Right? I mean, penthouse living. Girl. 
Pixie and I make our way to the bathroom and I start filling up the big tub, pouring into it whatever body wash and shampoo I can find to make it extra bubbly. Ooh. Once the tub reaches about halfway full, the lights in the bathroom start to flicker and then turn fully off. Oh, hell no. Just in the bathroom. <laughs> what? Immediately after, the water shut off abruptly. Then it turned back on full blast, and so did the lights. This went on for what I'm sure was 30 seconds, but seemed like forever. Meanwhile, I'm sitting upright in the bathtub now, hugging my legs into my chest. Oh my god, I got the chills when she said the water went back on full blast. Yeah, what? (laughs) Just wait. (laughs) Pixie was on high alert, sniffing and looking in all directions. Finally, the light shut off and remained off, although still in the on position. And the tub shut off completely, although the faucet was still turned on. I turned it to off just in case and tried to relax, which lasted all of an additional 10 seconds before I said fuck this and got out. I shut the light on and off a few times, and it finally came back on. I went downstairs in my room because being upstairs was freaking me out, and Pixie followed closely and protectively. I sat on the couch and waited for Dan to come home while searching for places we could grab food that evening. Every location in my Google Maps was coming up somewhere in Asia. This had never happened before, so once again, I was freaking out. I heard footsteps approaching, and I felt that sick feeling forming in my gut. Turns out it was just Dan coming back. I proceeded to tell him everything that just happened to me, and he tells me it's electrical, and that I'm crazy, there's no way it's a ghost. He showers. The water's not electrical, Dan. (laughs) Come on, Dan. He showers. Nothing at all happens out of the ordinary, of course. Gets dressed, and we go out for dinner, but we leave Pixie. When we get back... No, not Pixie! <laughs> Pixie in the penthouse! Damn. <laughs> when we get back, Pixie's going nuts and barking. We walked him, but it didn't seem to make him feel much better. He seemed very nervous. We head upstairs and lay in bed, trying to fall asleep to old episodes of M.A.S.H. OMG, I know. Wow. <laughs> Pixie is sitting at the foot of the bed, alert and randomly barking into the air. Something he's never done before, or since that night. We keep hearing the ringing of an old phone. Not like an old, old phone, but more like a Generation 1 Nokia, which was even creepier. Wait, how did this sound? Like, think of, like, the first cell phones, or it's just like... What does that sound like? I'll figure it out and play it for you later. Because I need to make it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta play it in your head. Right. That morning. Oh, okay. I don't know. Da na 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 na. Da na 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 na. That was too many na na Okay. Anyway. I'm done. You're done. Maybe it's like the Jurassic Park. Okay. What? Anyway. That morning, we were woken up by a call from the front desk asking us if everything was okay. I asked why, and... I'm told that we checked out that evening prior that they have our key at the front desk. Who the fuck? And they wanted to make sure we were okay since we checked out early. No, who the bitch that did this? (laughs) Who the bitch that did this? (laughs) I explain that we're still in the room and they seem confused but accept it. I hang up and I'm not beyond spooked and and am now beyond spooked. Dan is starting to buy into it as well at this point. We get dressed and head out to the race. That evening, we come back, and we are downstairs and hear a singing sound coming from the shower. Uh -uh. We packed up and got the fuck out. What? (laughs) Scary. But to be honest, 
Never felt threatening. Felt more playful and childish, like little kids fucking with you. But still spooky as hell. Yo, why didn't you go downstairs and be like, who checked The key me thing out? freaks me yeah. out. But I'm also like, did someone just drop their key downstairs and then, like, someone found it and turned it in? Yeah, that could be. I don't know. I just don't know, but I feel... Ugh, but it's weird, so weird. How the phone, she was looking for locations and it said she was in Asia. Like, yeah. what? Some weird shit to brew in at the Havana. At the Holiday Inn. <laughs> there, too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Spooky. That's spooky stuff. That is spooky, spooky stuff. Spooky stuff, Laurel. That's San Antonio for you, haunted AF. Yeah. Truly. That's what the kids are saying. It is. Who knew? Any, anyway, you want to hear from our ghoul, Amy? Amy yeah. is also a ghoul for life. She posted in the Facebook group, she has a really, really, really cute dog. Oh, oh I, yes, 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 yes. With her and her dog. Everyone we're talking about tonight so really lovely cute and cute so dogs. cute and have really cute I mean, dogs they're all my family and i love them so much same yeah okay amy what's up ghoul i'm gonna read your story now <laughs> all right hey ladies first and foremost i love your podcast oh thank you thank you <laughs> i'm a huge fan of the paranormal myself and I love that you throw in a little true crime, too. I know, girl. I love it. I'm obsessed. Same. Anyhow. We love true crime. Like, love it. The crime. It's true. Wow. That was just... That was it. <laughs> in fact, I have a true crime podcast myself. It's called 1096 Crime Chicks, y'all. Check it out. Oh, my 1096 God. Crime Chicks. What up? What up? What up? I gotta listen. Yeah. Anyways, I was just listening to your latest school talk episode, and it made me think of my story. So here it goes. I was about four years old, and I woke up in the middle of the night one night and went into the living room. I sat in my favorite chair across the room from our sliding glass doors. Sliding glass doors scare the shit out of me. Yes, I yes. I those at my house. Oh my gosh. In Massachusetts. Uh, yes, I, I used to date a guy who didn't have like curtains or anything uh, over them. And at night it would scare the shiz out of me. Uh, so I already don't like where it's going. You can't see what's out there. Exactly. You right. We didn't have curtains over ours. Stop. Ever. Girl. She's on a scary setup. It's true. So... I looked at the sliding doors, and there was a girl standing on the other side. No. She had on the same shirt as me, but her hair was long and stringy, and her eyes were so scary. You know how when you pull your bottom eyelids down and you see all the blood and and stuff? (laughs) Yo, dude. I'm going to throw up. I'm scared. Like, (laughs) what? Is it supposed to be you? Wait for it. Oh, God. That's how her eyes were permanently, meaning she wasn't holding them down. Then she walked through the door saying, I'm the bitty lady. I'm the bitty lady. What? I imagine her being like, I'm the bitty lady. I'm the bitty lady. Yeah, I'd like to know what the voice was like. I don't appreciate it anyway. She did it, but. I feel like it's got to be obnoxious. Yeah. And what the hell is a bitty? What's a bitty, girl? I jumped up and ran down the hall and got in bed with my parents. By the way, I am 38 now, and this still scares the crap out of me. Dude, duh. Yeah, absolutely. What the? So (laughs) when I was a senior in high school, I was watching Oprah one day, and there were child psychiatrists on there. 
They said the third scariest dream for children was a dream with a lady in a long black dress called the Bitty Lady. I was shocked. What? I was shocked. Shook, dude. Shook. She was shook and she was shocked. However, when I got older and started getting more into the paranormal and stuff, I started Googling about what the psychiatrist said and I can't find it anywhere. Totally freaks me out. Anyway, I hope you liked my story and can't wait to hear your next episode. Amy from Texas. Oh my god, Amy. That gave me the shivers. Dude, Amy, what? I, so I, I read all the stories. Yeah. And I read that one, and then I try to search the Bitty Lady, and I can't find anything, but it's like, that's such a specific memory. I, and, like, I, and I feel like maybe, since you can't find anything, it maybe was like, coming back to you in that moment and it like took over the oprah screen dude the beauty lady and, took over right, oprah and <gasps> she was reminding you she was still there holy shit emily i don't know i'm just i'm just like can she spitball on here <sighs> that's terrifying this is all terrifying the God. fact that someone can take over oprah has inside out eyelids like permanently a, that combo Scariest heck. Pass. Amy, I'm glad you're alive. Honestly, Amy, we're glad that you're here, but that's fucking, it's just creepy as all hell. And like, if you see it again, let us know. If you see something, say something. Absolutely. We're here for you. We're here for you. Woof. All right. I don't know if I can top the bitty lady, but I'm going to try. This one comes from Daniel. Hi, Daniel. What up, Daniel? We love you, Daniel. We love you, Daniel. Daniel says, hey, (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, Daniel says, hey, ghouls, longtime listener, first time writing in. I love y'all's podcast and I look forward to Thursday morning so I can start my day off right with my best school friends. We love you. I have two stories for y'all and they're a little short, but still V spooky. I'll start chronologically. Thank you. Thank you very much. I was probably eight or nine, and I was living in my family's home in San Antonio, Texas. Oh, my God. What the hell? I don't know. Countdown City represent. (laughs) (laughs) I was home alone one evening. My sister was about 12 at the time, and she was supposed to be watching me, in quotes. At 12? Yeah. Mm. But we were at opposite sides of the house, and I had such a strange experience. I was sitting in my bed reading, and out of the corner of my eye, I noticed movement. I looked to my left and saw a man with long hair and glasses poking his head from around the corner of the hallway that connected my room to the rest of the house. I wasn't scared, but I was surprised to see this person. Hello? We locked locked eyes. He smiled and ducked his head back into the hallway. I got out of bed and looked down the hall, but there was no one to be found. I asked my sister, and she said she didn't have any friends over and told me I was making it up. Also, if your sister had a grown-ass friend peeking around the corner, I'd be really spooked. And Daniel, (laughs) you you freaking gangsta. What are you doing, like, going for the ghost? Not even being scared. I know. I didn't say anything to my parents about it when they got home because I didn't want them to think I was lying. A few years later, my mom put up a photo of a man with long hair who looked really familiar. What? I asked my mom who he was, and she said it was my Uncle David who died when my mom was 16, several years before I was born. I told her I had seen him before and shared my story with her. I asked if he ever wore glasses, and she said he almost always did but wasn't in the photo for whatever reason. 
She didn't make a big deal out of it, but she definitely took a, mo a moment to process what I said. Oh my god. This one really touched me because y'all know that my mm -hmm. foray, my love, my whatever into the paranormal started because of my uncle. So yes. this one, it really touched me. Family yeah. hits home for it you. It really does, yeah. Okay, he says, okay, next one. Back in May, I went to New Orleans with my boyfriend at the time for his 30th birthday. Bye. We stayed in the Cornstalk Hotel, which I tried to sell the people on, but we will stay there someday. Okay. Which was absolutely amazing, and I would highly recommend it. It's also haunted. Ah. And I could never shake the feeling that I was being watched the entire weekend. Uh -oh. Late at night, my boyfriend scratched on the door of the friends who had come along with us to mess with him, and we heard them immediately stop talking and debate about whether or not they should check the door. We laughed to ourselves as we made our way to our room for the night. Later that night, I woke up around 3.45 in the morning because I was cold and I heard a noise. I realized it was something scratching at our door. No. And of course I thought it was our friends messing with us, so I wasn't concerned and chuckled to myself. The scratching continued for a while and then stopped suddenly. I also warmed up slowly as I fell back to sleep. The next morning, we linked up with our friends and told them my ex scratched at the door. They laughed, and then I asked if they did the same thing back to us. They looked at me strangely and said that they had no idea it was my ex and they never left the room that night. Thanks for reading. Love y'all. XOXO Gossip Ghoul. Oh, cute! So Daniel also said that he, um, they thought they heard talking, like, out on the balcony, and then he looked into it and found that that's, like, a really common thing that people hear at the Cornstalk, is the scratching and the talking, like, outside of their window on balconies. What? That's okay, so yeah. like, question. Is this Cornstalk Hotel, is it, is it out, is it, like, outdoors? Uh, I like, remember if the rooms are on the outside. outside. I can't remember if the doors are on the outside. I do feel like it's kind of around a courtyard, but uh -huh. I just can't remember. Because I'm, I'm thinking cats. Cats. I don't know, doors. though. I, um, we did walk past it, though. Oh, we did. It's got one of two cornstalk fences in Louisiana. They're very cool. The other place that has it yeah. is the Cornstalk Mansion that I took you guys by in the Garden District. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Beautiful. when they had those made, each section of the fence was $1,500 at the time. So that's like a shit ton of money today. Uh, yeah. And each, there are like a bunch of sections of this fence. So it's pretty wild. But Sam, I need to go lick that. <laughs> she needs that wealth. <laughs> I need that corn gold. Feel that wealth, honey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That corn syrup. Mm. Oh, freedom. Corn freedom. Mm -hmm. All right. Wow. Wow. Messed up. Messed up. Dude, these are spooky. Spooky. We have another story from our ghoul, Sam. <gasps> Sam! She's Sam, the one who... my bestie from another city. Exactly. <laughs> She's a patron. She chose our Rhode Island episode. We love her. That's yeah. pretty much the gist of it. That's yeah. all there is to it. That's all. That's it's bada bing, bada, bada boom. boom, bada bing, bada boom. You know, Sam. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada Here boom. we go. Hello, babies. Hi. Tiss me, Sam, again. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously though, waiting for the moment when y'all get sick of me. Never. Until then, just listen to the Rhode Island episode. Thanks again for letting me contribute. Truly hoped a little state packed enough of a spooky punch for you. We barely touched the surface with Rhode Island. I mean, there are so many more haunts. 
And as, like, if you really listened, you cool Emily didn't even really know what she was talking about because <laughs> I've been to Rhode Island and I didn't even know. I mean, sometimes we forget. <sighs> Forgive it's, part of, forget. it's part of getting old. I got a B in, um, what's that called? History? Geography? Geography. Geography. Yeah. That's a that good, that's, a, that's passing. Directions confuse me. Honey, you're fine. Okay. All right. Okay, okay. Let's get down to business. I've got a couple short spooks. Let's oh, get hold down on. To she included a gift from that. Shut she up. Did. Did she did. She totally That's did. That's why we're besties, dude, because I was the first thing Okay, y'all. Sam, Kylie, and Emily went through this phase where they sang that all the time at our office. It is the, it is the Milan. The Milan. Of the Hun. We Let's get, get down, down to business. To, to defeat the Huns. Did they send me daughters when I asked for sons? Okay, You're I think we gotta cut it out. We might get sued for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she included uh, a, a nice little gift. Great she song, did. dude. Great song. A classic. One of my favorites. All right, and let's it's get the to hun, it. Not the Huns. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> it's okay. Sam gets us excited. She does. So she's got a couple short spooks, quickies, if you will, to share on Ghoul Talk Part 2, if you'd like. Ooh, of I course love a good like. quickie, girl. Get it in, get it out. Bada bing, bada, bada boom. boom. Satisfied. Okay. <laughs> the first is a follow-up to Alyssa's cue. In the Rhode Island episode, <laughs> I did have an experience at the lad school back in my days as a Rhode Island youth. You'd be right in assuming that the cool kids of Rhode Island frequently went on ghost hunts, and you were considered to be extra cool if you broke into an abandoned mental hospital to conduct them. Bunch of wildcats. I am with you there. That's what I was doing over in Mass. Uh-huh. Obviously, your girl was extra effing cool and did both of those things, because I live for the thrill. We get it. Anyways, most of my group trips to the lad school were pretty uneventful. Walking around in the dark, dodging rodents, and hoping we could find our way out. But on one visit, I felt particularly uneasy. While there, I sensed that we weren't alone. Like someone was watching us. You know that feeling when you can sense someone is staring at you. Always. (laughs) Why are you so obsessed with me? Why are you so obsessed with me? Following us up and down and through the halls. That's... Spooky. Like, I'll feel something, you know, as I pass an area. Mm -hmm. But I never feel something falling. I mean, I I have before, but I mean, I don't want to feel it in an abandoned mental hospital. Yeah. Yeah. We ended up in one of the dentist rooms. I still had the sense of dread and anxiety. I remember talking to one of my friends when I felt something brush by behind me, like a light butt brushing. Oh, pervert. We know it well. Yeah, they're getting frisky. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) But all members of my party were nowhere near my behind. So, of course, I screamed, and we hustled to get the F out of there. Like I said, though, you have to break into lad school. All the main doors had been locked shut. Uh Uh-oh. So if you got lost, you had to break out, too. (laughs) Thank baby Zeus. This wasn't one of the times we got lost, but the entire way back to our entry point, it felt like someone was trailing behind us. Guys, I was fucking scared. Something grazed my ass, and I was convinced it was following us out. Holy macaroni. 
I love that. They like that booty, dude. They like that booty. Get that booty loose, dude. Get it pumping on high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 My second story is about spooky instances I'd have while at a friend's house. One oh. of my best friends growing up. Her house was always the house to go to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we all that one friend whose house you go to. Yeah, yeah I had I, a fr- Oh, man. I always wanted to be that house, but my mom was like, yeah. this is too much. I had a friend with a dope house. She had, like, everything. The game room, <gasps> the loft, the pool, the pool, the pool house. Uh, yeah, so my childhood best friend, still one of my nearest and dearest friends, pool table, pool, uh, sauna. Uh, is that uh, the one whose roof you went on? Yes, we got on her roof and we got in trouble. I'm on the roof. They put me down on the roof. <laughs> so, yeah. Dude. A secret room in the wall. Oh, I love those. Yeah, yeah. We mm-hmm. we love a good friend with a good with a good casa. Yeah, we get it. We get it. We get it. Sam, we get it. She had better snacks and you could burn CDs on her computer. Tight. Uh, so, okay. like, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, stop wasting the CDs. <laughs> mm. Like, mom, I'm making masterpieces. Sick mixes. Sick mix. Matt, let me make you a CD for your car. <laughs> Over the years, when we'd find lights left on in rooms that were empty or floorboards randomly creaking, we'd joke and blame it on the ghost, but low-key we were convinced her house had a ghost. One afternoon, we decided we wanted to know more about our invisible playmate, so we broke out the Ouija board. Yeah! This was the first and only time I'd used one. Blessed. Anyway, we kept trying to contact the spirit, but nothing was happening. Eventually, the ghost is probably like, fuck it, I'll throw them a bone. (laughs) (laughs) When we asked the spirit their name, they had replied with two letters, E and G. This is where we stopped, where we said bye-bye and logged off. From that point forward, we referred to the ghost as Egg, E and G. Maybe his real name was Egbert. Mm, That's a great name. Yeah. Mm. One other weird instance I was present for was a few weeks after using the Ouija board, I think. Again, I was at this friend's house. She had a sick finished basement, so we'd hang down there a lot. We were downstairs, chillin', when we heard something. Just tight. <laughs> it sounded like people were talking, and it was coming from upstairs. But we were home alone, and thought, oh, maybe your mom is home already? E.G.? E.G.? Egg? Egg? Hello? Hello? (laughs) We went upstairs, and no one was there, but the radio had been turned on. Odd. So, my friend turned it off, and we went back downstairs. No more than a few minutes later, the radio was back on and significantly louder than it was before. Jokingly, my friend told Egg to stop it after she had turned it off, and the radio didn't turn back on. Ooh. That's scary. (laughs) Cut it out, Egg. All we hear is radio music. Mm-hmm. Radio this is turning into a musical I episode. Can't I can't stop. help it. It's like it's almost Thanksgiving. Why does it feel, feel like that light just got brighter? I don't know, hon. Okay, anyway. Mm. All right. That's all I got for this week, ladies. I tried reaching out to said friend to get an update on Egg, but no dice. <laughs> As always, thanks for sharing, and thank you for always hosting a good time. Talk soon and stay spookalicious. Best, Sam. We love her. Wow. I wonder what Egg is up to these days. I know. The, Do you think he listens to us? Stop. To oh my radio. God, you just scared me. And Egg. I don't know why. Hi, Egg. The, the radio turning on and off, that's like a 
Spooky it's like movie. a total spooky, spooky, spooky movie spooky thing. Movie. Y'all, earlier I was in the bathroom and I look over at my Christmas tree and this one ornament is just like going no. back and forth really, really quickly. None of the others were moving and I was like, there's no way the fan has this like Inertia. moving that thing. What ornament <laughs> that thing. was it? I'll show you guys. Like, it was a little you, critter. It was a critter? What yeah. kind of critter? I think it's a little raccoon. <gasps> oh my god. A trash paper. Oh my The raccoons god, from the, the ceiling. that she killed. Stop. No, they didn't get killed. They let them out you of the ceiling. Know. I do know. Uh, I made a big deal that they were... Their live bodies. I saw the... They're coming back to haunt your ass. I saw the doors <laughs> that they made for them. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a good thing I asked. It is a good thing you asked. I didn't even think about it. Y'all want another ghoul story? We I'm ready. Alright. This one's from our ghoul friend, Jacqueline. Hey, Jacqueline. Hi. Hi. Oh, this, okay. Oh. So, I don't know if you guys remember, but a long time ago, we were like, send us your fart stories. Oh. <laughs> Jacqueline, did you send me a good Because we're fart? mature adults. Yeah, so. Did you send me a poop story? Yeah. I love her already. <laughs> I'm ready for this. It gets spooky at the end, but it starts fun. <laughs> Is this another poop story? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my god. Okay. I knew Emily had to read this one. Absolutely. (laughs) Dude, this is going to get freaking good. I really hope this makes you guys laugh as much as I did. Small backstory. My boyfriend, Dan. We got another Dan. Didn't we talk about Dan? Weird. Boyfriend Dan's out here. Yeah, Dan's. There's a lot of Dan's. My boyfriend, Dan, is the biggest farter (laughs) I have ever met in my life. (laughs) And that's saying something, because my whole family just rips like no other. <laughs> Yo, Dan and I need to pair up and have a little... Fart off. Go-to-go, yep. You know, that's just gonna be a gas. <laughs> what a gag. <laughs> but I, I think I can take him, Jacqueline. Anyways. <laughs> so we went to Sprint, so I could get a new phone. PCS. And switch my carrier, And it always takes a while to get everything switched over. So we were sitting at a bar, like, a bar-like counter, Mm -hmm. talking. All of a sudden, I smell some awful, rancid sulfur. (laughs) (laughs) And I mouthed to him, did you just fart? (laughs) He said, no. (laughs) And I believed him because I know that did not come from his body. She so, knows his stench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You also, she, he would admit it to her. Right, yeah. because he d- he riffs it all the time. Yeah. yeah. He's not he's not ashamed of no poo. No. No. I ain't ashamed of no poo. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> no, and I believed him because I know that did not come from his body. So we moved to a different spot in the store, and it was following us. And we started laughing because we were pretty sure who the culprit was. So we were, so we are giggling and can't stop when this chick, we're pretty sure who the, when this chick, wait, wait, okay. So we are giggling and can't stop when this chick with a fucking Dale Earnhardt NASCAR jacket (laughs) (laughs) on with a pink strand of fake hair comes up. (laughs) comes up to me and just starts screaming, y'all got a fucking problem? Y'all got a problem? Why are you laughing? No. 
and we just look at each other and lose it. (laughs) So she's yelling at us, and Dan just says, well, if your husband didn't fart, and she was like, that wasn't him, it wasn't me, it had to have been one of you. (laughs) And we couldn't even speak. We were laughing so hard. So she storms away and is all pissed off. And we continue laughing for a good five minutes. And I'm about to piss my pants when I turn around and she is in my face screaming at me and goes, y'all need to stop making fun of us and talking about us. Just all sorts of inaudible blabber and the most, oh, it's a southern hillbilly voice. Damn it. I should have known this from the get. Mm. From the get. From the Dale Earnhardt jacket. Maybe just a quick refresh All right. that. Why don't you go back and do your business? <laughs> Why is that? That's my southern hillbilly. <laughs> Good God. And Jane goes, oh my God. <laughs> if she hadn't before just lost it and was freaking out on me and a lady that works there had back had back her up away from me we literally laugh until we left did that make sense or did that not make sense did i read that right it's hard to say because i can't see it but okay <laughs> okay if she hadn't before she was about to freak out the lady at work backed <laughs> her away and they were laughing until and they, they were left. laughing until they left it was all over a fart who do you think it was it was totally pink hair fucking nascar totally dale earnhardt yeah. But, yeah. I've never experienced anything like that in a public place. Hands down, <laughs> the best experience yet. Okay. Oh, dude, that was just a fart story. Yeah. Yo, love you, Jacqueline. She's fucking coming out. You guys, if you have a fart story, pass it along. Pass it along. I love the gas. Okay, on to the ghost story from Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. My mom and I were sitting at the breakfast bar in my parents' kitchen, and we were surfing the web and talking when we heard a really soft noise come from the sink area, which was like eight feet across from us, and we were facing that area. The light was on above the sink, so it was pretty dim, and I see this tiny black shadow move move a cup and a sponge into the sink. My mom is legally blind, so she can't see very far, but she definitely saw it and looked at, and I looked at her. Did you fucking see that? Did you fucking see that? We kind of (laughs) freaked, and I walked over there to check if there was water on the counter that could have potentially moved the cup. Because you guys know the water in the cup trick. Yeah, it could like totally just drift in it. Float, yeah. And it was bone dry. (laughs) (laughs) We couldn't explain it. A few days later, I was home alone, and a dime fell from the ceiling and dropped on the counter, and I looked around in serious confusion. Thankfully, I was on my way out. I have a few more stories I can write soon. You guys crack me up. Thanks for the laughs, Jackie. Yo, Jackie, get us your stories, because stuff's moving around in your house, girl. Dude, the dime from the ceiling, I was like, what the... Hey, ghosts love coins. They love to make it rain. They Mm -hmm. love to make it rain with those dimes, those pennies, those coins. They're looking for a dime. There's never a quarter, and like it's like, I wish you would provide You always find crap change. It's like pennies and dimes, yeah. Ugh, God. I want the good stuff. I want the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I never get it. 
Wow. Give her what she wants. That was spooky. Spooky and fun. If you have, if you, you already had a story shared, that's fine. Send us another. And if you haven't had one shared yet, send Did us it. the first one to the golden ghouls podcast at gmail.com. If you have a story that you've never told anyone, but you keep thinking about in the back of your mind mm-hmm. every time we ask, just do it. Just do it. Even if you're like, this sounds totally insane, some crazy shit's happened to me. Okay, y'all? You guys wouldn't even freaking know. Like that Sprint PCS fart story. Like, hello. Oh my gosh, I got fart stories for days. God, Kylie heard a fart earlier, and I'm pretty (laughs) sure it was Poppy, my dog, but... Uh, I ruined a couch one time. You ruined a couch? She sharded. Oh, God. Uh, I, I thought I was going to have a bad moment this week, but I, I made it out a lot. I'm a little gaseous. Thank you. But now I have a broke-ass wrist. I know. What the hell? It's one or the other, you know? I don't know. Y'all, I have a broke-ass wrist. Did you fall? I think it's sprained. Did you fall to the ground? I've been up in the gym just working on my fitness. Shit, girl. Mm-hmm. Get her done. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think I did something in there, and I'm pretty sure it's sprained because it's so painful. Ow. Y'all, I, I have this, like, grandpa... I have this grandpa brace on my arm. Yeah. People keep asking, what happened? What happened? And I'm like, I'm out the fuck shape. I'm out of fucking shape. Okay? Don't, don't say I think You need to get some gains on your wrist. Yeah. You looking sexy as fuck. <laughs> With that wow. t-shirt and that wrist. Hun, you gotta ice wrist. it. Rip up. You gotta take ibuprofen. I've been. That's what I've been doing. Okay. That's what I've been doing. Don't move it. You're moving it. I, I can't move it in the okay. thing. It okay. won't let me move it the wrong okay. way. Good. Y'all, Keep it on when you're sleeping. It's Thanksgiving on there. Yeah, honestly, happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate. Yes. If you don't, happy Thursday. And thank you for being here. You know what I'm thankful for? What? You guys. I was going to say that. You <laughs> no, know I'm what? thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for you guys. And I'm also thankful for ghosts. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for our listeners, mm-hmm. our patrons, our I'm friends, so our thankful. family, our, our pets, haters. our haters. I'm thankful Do we have haters? Probably. for every freaking thing in the world. Wow. Oh, yeah. Also, y'all... If you haven't already entered in the sticker giveaway, oh, do get it. in on it. Yeah, the stickers are dope. Like, I'm putting them everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, ugh, shit's about to get trendy as fuck. Yeah. Right? Emily's That's all I'm saying. sticking them on random people's random, Jettas. Everything, everything, yep. And if you, if you are like, I don't want to take the steps to do that, you can also just buy a sticker. Just, you know, let or us that. know. But anyway, this has been fun. But it's like, been real. Tell your friends what's up and to listen to your ghouls, right? Yeah, yeah. So, rate, subscribe. Yeah, do all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Come to the Facebook group. Come to the Facebook group. And again, our patrons are about to get an exclusive video that only they can see of your ghouls getting faces. Getting and like And getting creative AF. Yeah. Like, I felt like Scorsese moment happened. Yeah. And it was like the angle of the camera and it was like the 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 script, you know? It wasn't even scripted. It was I just made it up on the spot. No, that's why yeah. I say it was like it was improv, but like it, yeah. genius. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. It's been real. If you y'all. want it, you're gonna have to, you know. Emily is she's selling a hard bark. I'm selling it hard though. Yeah. Okay. You can get this shit for free. You can't get this shit for free. And until next time. Stay spooky. Woo! I wanna go home with me, I'm a dillo.
Amadella.